Hello! Welcome to another episode of Toonami Therapy. It's February 16th of 2023. I am Michael. I'm Tommy. And we're here, as is typical, to talk about anime and sometimes other things we've been watching. Some of which is on Toonami, hence the name of our podcast. <laughs> and, yeah, that's basically it. We just talk about it. Hopefully can maybe entertain people. I don't know why someone would be, but you know, sometimes, but, uh, yeah. Wow. That's, that was a really bad way to start out the podcast in retrospect. Mm-hmm. Um, want to start over? <laughs> well, I'm pondering about whether it would be, um, funnier to keep it going with, uh, that embarrassing beginning or if I should actually just restart it entirely. Mm-hmm. Oh, decisions, decisions. Well, we'll uh, just keep going, I guess. You know, you got you got to like weed out the people who aren't really interested, you know. Anyway, before I say more stupid things, let's actually start. Okay. All right. So we've got in um, My Hero Academia episode a hundred twenty-two. On Toonami. Uh, that's our first uh, thing. It's So basically um, what happens here is last time we had the uh, thing that hit Eraserhead to try to get ta- the quirk erasing thing. So he does what any reasonable person would do. He decides to um, amputate his um, leg to prevent it from spreading to the rest of his body. <laughs> um He's able to slice his leg off very cleanly, in fact. <laughs> like, how do you do, how do you do that? Because he had to get, be getting rid of it very uh, in one in just one slice. Like, what what was he using? Because legs don't actually come off that easily. At least I heard they haven't. I, I mean, I don't <laughs> have personal experience. Anyway. He gets distracted as a result, so Shigaraki manages to um, hit his eyes to deactivate his quirk. Um, so he's able to, like, use all of his own powers and stuff. Um, so he's fighting, and he does a bunch of fighting against um, uh, Deku, and... Um, and Deku actually seems to be doing fairly decently... Uh, because it mentions something about how Shigaraki was not do like he awakened too soon or something, so he's not completely ready. Uh, we have some uh, flashback stuff to Deku learning some of his abilities, and then, um, oh right, then Shigaraki at the it just the cliffhanger ending is basically Shigaraki tries to hit Deku with some attack, but then Bakugo intercepts it and gets. Um, stabbed instead so he's one of the most popular characters so he'll probably be fine mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah a uh, pretty good episode i thought yeah i i did like um this one a bit it's just uh my problem is even when i'm uh, is i never feel like i have that much to say about my hero um academia so we like say okay here's what happened was and then we say was it and then we say whether it was good or okay Mm -hmm. or whatever and then we're like okay moving on Uh 
yeah. Um, I mean, I guess we get the uh, fact that Eraserhead's not able to use his quirk anymore. You know, his quirk was like one of was one of those ones where you have to think that's so phenomenally useful. You have to like always think, okay, is there no one else who has this insanely good quirk to mm -hmm. just shut off what the opponents can do? Yeah. Um, it's kind of like that. Uh, what's it called in Naruto? Sharingan or whatever. Um, well, the Sharing—not really, because the Sharingan doesn't stop abilities. It well, actually, the Sharingan has so does so many things that uh it, that it's kind of crazy. But it, what <laughs> it's when it was introduced, it was said, okay, you can use this to copy abilities. And mm -hmm. then later on, the Sharingan got, oh, and I can also hypnotize um, you and make you live um, live out uh, in a few minutes, like several hours of torture. Also, I can um, use it with this other thing to hypnotize the world. And I can make their, like, the Sharingan just does everything eventually. Yeah. <laughs> kind, which is, I guess, kind of like the way... Um, one for all, uh, Deku's um, quirk is starting to work. It's like, hey, you get all these other um, abilities. It does everything eventually. You thought it was just something like you punch really hard, but no, it can make whips appear. It can do all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so we got that. Then we get to the last two episodes of uh, Made in Abyss. Episodes 25 and, um, 26. Uh, wait, did I say 25 and 26? I think it's, no, it's 24 and 25. Sorry. I think okay. I wrote that. Um, said that wrong. So, um, it's, oh, no, wait, wait, I'm sorry. It's just, I see why I'm getting confused. It's just episode 25. 25 is an hour long episode. That's what, okay. Uh, was going. That's why I was confused when I was looking at the stuff. Okay, mm -hmm. so Fopta manages to fight off the monsters, and um, we get a bunch of flashback stuff. And I was thinking, okay, we're getting the big flashback for Fopta. This is just going to be the sign that she's about to die. No, it turns out Fopta lives, and everyone else that was introduced in this arc dies. <laughs> they all get, um, like, absorbed by the abyss because the i can't remember the specifics of how it works but they just uh i can't remember exactly how it was working but i think it was because the shield thing was no longer protecting the village it made it so it started affecting them and they all kind of started uh van dying by vanishing or something like that um also vueco um becomes gets turned uh by going up some stairs you know activates the curse and gets turned into a hollow herself but unlike you know all the other villagers who basically get to turn into like kind of cool looking monsters or designs that could pass for a pokemon she just gets like really disfigured so she got unlucky there mm -hmm. 
Uh, so basically they all managed to make it out away from the monsters and all this stuff. Like I said, basically everyone dies, including Ma, who apparently dies off screen, which is like, oh, I like Ma really started to grow on me. But <laughs> no, like Ma was when remember when I said they look kind of like Pokemon? Ma was a Pokemon. It just said its own um name a bunch and looked um like one. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so so like I said, uh, everyone else is dead. I, I said that a few times, but I just want to mention that again. And then the um, and then now that Ray, Riku, and Nanachi are uh with um Fopta and say, hey Fopta, wanna join with us? And Fopta says, eh, maybe. And then if you want to know what happens next, um, well you're not gonna get much because there's only like three chapters out after this uh. Uh, point. There's only one volume of the um, series still. So, but uh, that's where we end here with a kind of non-committal ending um, as to whether Fopta joins or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, wow. I didn't know this was. Uh, I I guess I was under the impression that there was like a lot more of Maiden Abyss to go, but I guess there isn't. Um, it's like because he, it's it's because the manga has had it had a really really bad update schedule for the last year or two. Not not quite on the level of Hunter Hunter, but <laughs> um, still pretty slow. Which is why we are barely past this point in the where the manga is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I and yet apparently they announced they're going to have a sequel to uh, this season. Um, so. I think I mentioned it before, but I'm going to guess that what my speculation might be that the original author of the manga just doesn't want to make the manga anymore. Like like the last chapter released was in like May or June or something like that of last year. And so they might just not want to keep doing it and they're just going to tell the anime people all the stuff they were going to have it do and that'll just be and then it'll just be concluded in anime form uh so that's that's what it might be it might or maybe he's just been holding on to it this whole time and it'll just like you know release all of them um at a bunch of chapters at once who knows but Mm -hmm. speculations aside this was the end of the season and the arc at least so i guess we can talk about that Mm -hmm. um there were things about this season that i thought were good but there's also a lot of stuff that wasn't so good like i had hoped for a lot more from nanachi I was expecting Nanachi would, like, have a big role in this. And it was kind of like, no, Nanachi is just going to sit around and uh, suffer (laughs) and then appear at the very end. And it's like, well, you added Nanachi to the group, so... um, wouldn't you want to take advantage of having this character as one of your uh, three main characters? But I guess they didn't, and they wanted to spend a whole lot of time on those people who 
never appeared again and um and were kind of just not as interesting i don't know why they spent so much time on that i i really don't get that but i will say that i kind of like what they did with the main characters they became you know uh more i don't want to say powerful but they uh i don't know what word i'm looking for uh competent yeah (laughs) They, they were they were just better you know yeah, I don't, and yeah, you're kind of right that Nanachi just got written out of a lot of this season. Uh, Nanachi just um, is like, oh, hey, look, it's a copy midi. I guess I'll, I'll go to sleep now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, then midi dies again. Uh, but so, um, so a few thoughts. First off, I will say this season was definitely better than the first i thought because you know stuff happened uh where mm-hmm. so much of season one was just preparing for things to happen mm-hmm. um I, i'm honestly a little i i guess i'm the contrarian but i really am confused by a lot of like the the, the praise of first season god when so like it got more interesting towards the end that's definitely mm-hmm. true but a lot of it really w- was pretty um slow for me the series didn't really start to get me interested until we got to the movie that was uh, that that made me more interested in it and this i do not i i did not like this as much as a movie although on the other hand i have to wonder and think maybe it's because a movie did it all in one go and watching this over the course of you know um 12 weeks or however many episodes it was yeah uh, like heard it, but I, I do think this season did, I think it was better than the first cause more stuff happened, but there were definitely points where it did kind of seem like stuff, things kind of stopped for a while. Um, and while we waited for more things to happen, it, it does feel like it kind of went on a little longer than it had to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with pretty much everything you said there. Um, that that first season, so much of it was that they were beginning to begin to begin their journey down into the abyss, and it took so long for that to happen. And then then it yeah it delivered in the way that everyone said that oh this is this is going to be you know like. Uh, really dark and it's like okay it was really dark but it took so long to get there that um, but but you know I, I'm i glad we watched that movie because I feel like without that movie we we wouldn't really uh, have enjoyed this season that much I, so um, I'm glad you made me watch that <laughs> movie which was pretty good yeah, I I feel 
I mean, I don't think the movie is that necessary to understand things in this season. You could probably just like want, someone could like you could always read like a, a pair uh, like a detailed summary of what happened, but really like someone could describe pretty quickly what you need to know from um the move the movie uh really it's just uh that guy that was kind of teased at the end of the first season is involved in it and they and riku gets a white whistle they um get uh let's see they move on to the next thing and there's some trauma along the way that is uh well mostly kind of forgotten by the next season you know these these kids like managed to like have all these super traumatic things happen to them and then like next episode like well let's have let's continue on our adventure <laughs> Um, so yeah, we've gotten all of that. Uh, let's see. Was there anything else I wanted to say about it? Let's see. <clears throat> yeah. Um, just, I, I guess to my concluding thoughts is when we finished the first season, I just kind of thought, well, I mean, I can just completely leave, um, this if Toonami like shows Mating Abyss again, I'll I guess I'll check it out of out of obligation. But I don't really have much interest or desire to continue. And at the end of this, and after watching the movie and this season, my thoughts are more well. I I'm not so invested. Like I'm going to go out of my way to make sure I check it. But I'm definitely uh well if we get another season. Um, but I'm definitely more interested in continuing to watch it if more um comes if if we get more not so much that you know i'd want to like immediately check it out if it comes out but you know if we get another season and and people say it's decent and if for whatever and if like you know after a while it just never gets put on tsunami i might watch it on uh my own so that's definitely that's not like the most amazing of a oh i have to see it but that's definitely a big step up from where i was left at at the first season yeah yeah, I I hope we get to see more of this on Toonami, but um, I, it's something, though, where I feel like, okay, you know, I don't really need to see anything more. It's like, the you know, it, it was good. It wasn't great, but it, it was pretty good. And if, if you consider the entire body of work... Uh, um, that's the thing about this show is that there weren't really any or not that many like outstanding episodes, but um, as a whole, it was a pretty good show. Yeah. So like, yeah, yeah, I'd agree. Not something I'd go out of my way up if there were more episodes, but I might eventually if it if they have more episodes and it never shows up on Toonami, I'd probably check it out or at least see what happened. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, and I guess we'll see what happens. Like I said, apparently there's more Made in Abyss anime coming, but we don't know exactly what that's going to be if there's not source material. I suppose we'll find out uh, more on that eventually because the problem is they'll often say hey there's more anime coming of this series and you're like okay is it going to be a series or is it going to be a movie and then they don't say and you have to wait several months before they even give that extra information mm -hmm. 
Speaking of which, apparently Licorice Recoil is have uh, they announced there's going to be um, more of it, but they didn't say whether it would be a series or a movie or what. But there's apparently going to be more. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so that's Maiden Abyss. Uh, yep. That's the conclusion. Um, mm-hmm. Unless if there's nothing else to say about it, I guess we'll move on to One Piece. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we've got One Piece episode uh, 604. So the um, some of the remaining Straw Hats who are outside along with that brown beard guy are trying to get into the um, into the the building because they've got all that like evil bad smoke stuff around them so they manage to get in but then they leave this hole in the wall which the other guys then have to patch up Mm -hmm. um after so they all manage to get um saved uh in doing so uh sanji and nami finally switch back to their regular bodies yeah yeah that was that was a real relief for me i'm like finally we can get that over with. <laughs> and then the uh, and then when with all the main characters reunited again and along with them being with um law now, they're like, okay, let's go and fight uh well we've they're all uh, thinking, okay, so we've set up the main villain for this Arc Caesar clown, some minions of his so let's uh split up and fight them so we can get our cool one-on-one shonen uh fights that are you know so popular with the demographic mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah least, I, I assume it's going to be like that maybe it'll be like a two-on-one or something one piece has done things like that uh before but that's basically it we're at the point where we need to have the characters split up and go fight the villains and now we have that. Well, if if it's bleats, it would have to all be one on one battles. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, uh, they're not all one on one battles. But um, like even that was the thing about bleats. It would like it, it would start out as like two against two or three against two or something, and then it would always come down to just the most powerful of each one would go at each other. Like, like <laughs> I think they had Soifan uh, battling alongside her lieutenant, who was, like, virtually useless. So they just, like, kind of, like, just made him... I, I forget what they did to him, but, yeah. I, I, think, I think his contribution to the fight was if I, this has been a long time, but when mm-hmm. Shoyphone's fighting, uh, what's his name? Baragon? Baragon. Yes. Baragon, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think his job was to distract a bad guy for a bit so she could uh, launch her, she could p- charge up her Bankai, which ends up uh, not beating him anyway. So we have, <laughs> then we, ha- so Hachi shows up and in a new one-on-one battle <laughs> manages to beat him. Yeah, here's one thing I've never understood. Just just want to get this in really quick, okay? I don't want to spend the whole time talking about bleats, but, like, if you have the power to defeat someone by hitting them twice, like, isn't that, like, really, really good and you'd 
want to use that. You know, like she had that power that if she hit someone twice, she killed them. So uh, that that seemed like it might be pretty effective. You know. Well, she technically she has to hit someone twice in the same place. Hmm. Okay. Um, but. I can't remember how it was with Bargon. If I remember correctly, Bargon's power was that if you like touched him or got too close to him, he'd basically super age you. So I think that might have been the explanation why she couldn't use that ability on him. Because mm-hmm. the reason her Bonkai doesn't work is because he's just like, ha, anything that comes close to me um, ages. So I just did that to your attack. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I think I could be wrong about all of this um stuff. It has been so long since I watched. When when do the when do these episodes air? I need to find out now. Um, twenty thirteen maybe. I don't know. Oh no, it, it would have had to have been earlier. Um, than that. We're talking. Um, let, let's see. Uh, this would have been around. Um. Which one was specifically Soifon attacking? It, this would have been airing in English around 2011. Mm-hmm. Maybe not that exact year, but something around uh, then. All right, so uh, well, maybe Toonami will show Bleach's final season, so we can start talking about that then. Yeah. Um. Who knows? Maybe it'll be the replacement after we get the uh, movies in the next two weeks, or maybe not. I guess we'll find out. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. so getting back to One Piece, which I think yeah. was what we were talking about. Yeah, yeah, I would say it's weird in that this episode, while it had some of the most blatant padding I think we've seen, there were points where it literally felt like the screen had frozen. Um <laughs> At the same time, it didn't feel padded. It felt like stuff actually was happening in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's all I got. Yep, that's all I've got for one um, piece also. Although I did see a little bit of the Naruto episode, and it was actually, and you knew it was filler because it was actually focusing on Ten Ten. <laughs> actually, I think I saw two because I nodded off at one point during One Piece, and I woke up and Naruto was on, and I was like, what the hell is going on? And then I realized that I was like, oh, crap. I I mean, I remember the whole thing about Sanji and Nami getting switched back. I was really happy about that. But then it was like, I like blinked and suddenly it was Naruto. So, <laughs> I don't know how that happened. I, I don't know exactly what was going on in the episode. I only watched a bit of um it, but it looked like Ten Ten had gotten brought to either some alternate world or she was in some kind of illusion Jutsu, I'm not um sure, but uh that was um that was um it, so I didn't really see too uh 
much of that. But yeah, it was kind of uh, funny that because I didn't even real I didn't even because she didn't have her hair the way she normally did. I didn't even realize it was her. I thought it was just like some original character we were following for a while. <laughs> Who'd she end up with? I don't think she ended up with anyone. Oh, she got left out. Okay. The, the, we do see her in the final chapter of the series where there's a joke about how she has a weapon shop, but she isn't able to sell them because there isn't a war, so people aren't buying them. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the weapons have almost never been that useful in Naruto. She's like the living thing of that. She, uh, she like, her biggest... Her mo the biggest plot relevant thing she ever did was um when she fought against Tamari and got beaten. Mm -hmm. Um which you by the way, you saw they devote did devote an episode to it in the anime. In the manga, you don't even see it. She gets beaten just beaten off screen. Uh -huh. Um like one of the biggest cases of jobbing uh -huh. uh, that you've seen. Um anyway. Um Okay. So we've gotten that and you know, like I said, I only like saw maybe half of the episode before I thought, okay, I should get to bed. Uh, but so I, I don't know how it even resolved. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. So we've gotten that. Then we can move on to the, uh, other stuff. That's not the tsunami, uh, things. And we've got, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, Stone Ocean, episodes 28 to 29. Um, so, after we got, we went through the, um, so basically, they're still going after, um, Pucci, uh, is that how they pronounce her, or was it something, um, else i feel like it's poochie but when i say poochie i I, it, I i feel like i'm talking about that character from that from the simpsons um that it was it was from this episode uh where they introduced me to this cartoon series in the series um but no one likes the character and uh he gets killed off so anyway but back into this uh one <clears throat> so they're going after um, they're trying to find Poochie, but he's gotten a, uh, he's hiding in this place with this ally who has this, uh, this, the stand, um, uh, netherworld. Well, I think they call it underworld. Um, but anyway, it apparently has the ability to put you into, uh, stuff that happened in the past. So it traps Jolene and Ermes in this, uh, plane that is going to in this flashback essentially of this plane that's going to crash so they have to find a way to survive it they manage to uh thanks to getting some uh help from um oh man what's his name i can't remember the kid his baseball uh, boy yeah I, I don't know his name either um dang if someone were to tell me what it was i would remember but I can't remember. Anyway, he's able to tell them, okay, you just got to get to these seats uh, because those, the people sitting in those seats uh, survived the crash, but they come into a little bit of a complication because the bad guys um, send some kids from the hospital into it, so they have to find a way to save them along 
with themselves, which they managed to do. And then they uh, beat the guy, the enemy guy. Although um, I think Pucci manages to get away. And uh, then we get that repetition of the point about how Weather Report is actually um, like uh, the Pucci guy's brother. And uh, I think he gets his memories back um, because he forgot them. And uh, yeah, that's this episode. Um, so this this episode's standability felt like the author was thinking, you know, I wonder... Uh, I, uh, I just had uh, a battle in which the person's standability let them bring fictional characters to life. I wonder if I can make something even weirder. Uh, did, did we watch two or one episode two. of this? Okay. Uh, uh, I thought you said just episode, and I'm like, uh, I probably watched two. Um, yeah. Um, I thought that whole plane thing was very exciting. Um it was bizarre, but I don't know. I mean, I guess, I guess as weird as JoJo is, uh, it kind of fit right in there. And it was like, okay, this kind of makes sense if you buy everything else that's happened so far. You can, you, they can get away with this too. So, um, yeah, I thought it was. I I I really like that whole thing with the plane and them having to figure out where they had to sit and how they would survive. And then the thing about, well, you don't want to kill any children, so it, you got to find a way to save the kids. And, yeah, I, I thought that was a pretty good uh, moment there. I thought that was a pretty fun fight. Yeah, oh no, it was it was fun. It just was really weird, even by JoJo standards. <laughs> Remember back when stands were introduced and their abilities were just um thing were were like all like pretty real relatively simple um stuff. It's like, oh hey, you know, I can uh like it, and just it seemed all like their things were relatively um simple. Like what what was the most complicated one probably offhand it was probably the the guy stand where you had to like play video games against him to <laughs> him uh but otherwise they're all they're all like much more simple things and here we're like talking we're like these super complicated things it's like i can create many realities um yeah, so, yeah, it was fun. It was weird, uh, but it was fun. And uh, I guess we'll get some more stuff with um, weather reports soon. I, I can't, I can never, rem I so many of these characters named, I can't remember which is a localized one and which is the original. So I'm probably just going to be switching between their actual names a bunch of times. Mm -hmm. Like one time yeah. I'll say weather report, then I'll say weather forecast the next. Yeah, I I don't know what their original names are, so whenever I see them, I just remember what they call them here. So, um, a, a few of them I knew their names going in, so that's why I I, I in those cases will sometimes be switching between them. Mm -hmm. Okay, 
that's uh, JoJo, and yeah, then we'll move on to, we'll be getting on to Blue Lock episode 14, so because they've lost Isagi, whose name I, I actually can remember him now, I can remember the main character's name, not anyone else's name, but I at least got him. Uh, him and the white-haired guy uh, find out that after you lose, you have to wait 24 hours to uh, go up against someone else. And they uh, have to go up against, you know, another team of two people. So, you know, it's mostly about them kind of mulling over things and trying to figure out how to improve uh, stuff. Then they go up against another team, which supposedly is also a team where one guy is really great and the other one is not so good. Mm -hmm. And then we're um, going through. So then they play some, uh, uh, they play against them some, and even though they're kind of, what score were they at the end? I remember they were tied at a point, but then I think the other person, the other team got uh, the goal. And he's like thinking, Oh no, even this guy is beating me. So, I guess he'll just have to level up and uh, in order to win this game. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Not, like, amazing, but it was fun. Yeah, I wasn't too much into this one, but um, uh, I, I guess I, I like that original team z that he was on and now it's like i don't really care about this white-haired guy and i i know he's probably a very important character but he isn't that interesting to me so yeah i i felt like this episode wasn't that memorable Well, my prediction of what's going to happen is that um, Isagi and white-haired guy are going <laughs> to win, and then for their uh, team, uh, they're going to pick like the guy. The, they're going because they get one person from the other team. They're going to actually not choose the guy considered stronger, but the more regular guy for their team. That is my prediction. I don't know exactly what justification they'll give for it, but I'm going to assume that's it because you know they're giving all this development to that other character. I'm thinking, okay, so we'll probably um, have him uh, join them, or maybe not. I mean, like the show's first episode introduced a character, and made you think he was going to be the second most important <laughs> one, and then he gets beaten and written off by the se- uh, and gets right away. <laughs> Maybe he'll come back someday. Who knows? <laughs> like, he'll come back and it's like, hey, I actually made the World Cup team the right way instead of uh, going through your stupid blue lock thing. I I just went out and played games and won and scored goals, and now I'm in, on the World Cup team, and you just went through all that crap just for you to have that chance to get there. So that's what I'm hoping for. That's my prediction. In well, they did, my say, prediction. they did say, they did say, they did say that anyone who, uh, who loses at blue lock will be ineligible for the world cup team. Maybe <laughs> I honestly, he might be better off in just, uh, well, Hmm. If you, 
are a soccer player, but you can't play soccer, what's the sport that it makes the most sense to transfer to? What what has the skills go the most? If you're since they're all strikers, which involve a bunch of running, I would guess that probably the sport that would be the the next um best thing would probably be uh track. No, no. Uh, soccer players become kickers in the NFL. That's there's a lot of soccer kickers who have gone on to become NFL kickers. Um, it's actually kind of common. So, oh, yeah, okay. that that's that's where you'd go. You'd have to play the position of kicker. You wouldn't uh, be able to become a quarterback. But yeah, you could like one of the. Uh, first really good uh, in fact this one kicker he was a soccer player his name was Gero Yepremian and he invented a different style of kicking field goals and it was called the soccer style where he set up at an angle and then ran up and kicked the ball before that all kickers would just stand right there and kick it without running up to the ball. Well, he invented them. They call that soccer style. Now everyone does that. No one no one does the the uh the old kicking where they would just stand there and kick it. No one does that anymore. That that got phased out of the league because he started doing that and he uh completely revolutionized the game and he was a soccer player and that's how he got into football so yeah soccer and football kicking very uh that's a very good skill to have because you can become a kicker which is kind of a thankless position unless you're you're the guy who won the super bowl last week with his kick and then you're a hero <laughs> Okay, well, thank you for saying that because I, I I do not know sports enough to say to know any of that. Although the downside is um since football football is a lot you wouldn't know it necessarily from watching Ice Shield twenty one, but uh football isn't that popular of a sport in Japan, although Ice Shield twenty one actually made it a lot more popular. Yeah, it did. Um I wrote an article about that, got it published all about American football in Japan. So, uh, yeah, that I got a article where I uh, researched all of American football stuff that's happened in Japan, and uh, it got published in uh, the PFRA, Professional Football Research Association magazine. So, is it yeah. online or is it only in the magazine? It's it's in the magazine, but you have to have a membership to view it. Okay. All right. Well, that was definitely uh, that gave me some information I didn't have um, before. Okay, so so I guess so. Soccer players who go to another port sport is normally football. Is there anything else that they might go to, um, or is it, um, or is it really just mostly just football? Uh, uh boy, I I I really don't know. Okay, um, and just. Yeah. To, yeah. And just to explain to any international listeners, when we say football, we're talking about American football. Because <laughs> yeah. it's so, it's some people they might hear. Wait, go from football to going from soccer to football? Aren't they the same thing? Uh, uh, uh -huh. 
Okay. Um. <clears throat> so, uh, yep, that was then Blue Lock, and then lastly we get, um, Fate Apocrypha, Episode Five. So, uh, homunculus guy who we get the name, who now has the name of Sieg, because he's like, well, I'll just take it, because the guy who saved me was named Siegfried. So I'm Sieg. Um, and, uh, so he got that heart so he can live normally now. Uh, Joan of Arc manages to get the other guys to, um, let him leave and just leaves him with this other guy to, uh, take care of, but... We know he's not, he's going to come back because one, she mentions that there's some, that she somehow knows it. And two, uh, I don't, two, uh, I think he's one of the main characters. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, in the meantime, uh, let's see, uh, what other stuff? So we get that, um, stuff. Meanwhile, we, uh, have some of the other stuff with the, uh, black faction i think they're called oh yeah with that um stuff because they're trying to get that last one the jack on uh, the ripper who again for some reason is a girl a, a young girl at that and uh then meanwhile for the other faction what's his name i don't know like the the, the priest guy who's named after both um shiro and akire for some reason <laughs> what, what was it like shiro uh Kitomine or something. I don't know. He just tells the other guys, "Hey, um, on his uh, on his like faction. Hey, guys, I'm going to take all. I'm going to get all of the um, command spells because you guys, we've got way too many characters, and you guys haven't gotten any development, and I have. So I guess I'm going to be in charge of all the stuff now. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's our episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm still not really into this. Uh, we'll have to see if it improves. It's, I think, the problem, and of course, I knew this was the, one of the most common criticisms of the series going on, is that there's too much stuff being introduced at once. Mm -hmm. Like, I like with all these characters and all these servants and all this um, stuff. Whereas I feel like. Well, Fate Stay Night Unlimited Blade Works was like much like it was just like, okay, here's like some characters will introduce the rest more gradually. And even mm -hmm. Fate Zero, which did introduce a lot more stuff quickly, still did it like that. Whereas here it's a little more complicated. I don't know. I guess the issue, and this of course is the other big criticism I've heard of the series, is I'm thinking, oh man, we got all these really like um cool um servants and stuff and I want to see stuff on them but we spend most of the episode on this like uh, on this new character who I find a lot less interesting mm -hmm. which is again the other big criticism where people say that it focuses on him a bunch rather than other possibly more interesting characters but I still I got some enjoyment out of um, it but it definitely has not hit the ground running as easily as Fate Zero did and it's harder for me to compare Unlimited Blade Works because while I liked that from the start, I'm pretty sure it would have taken longer to grow on me if I hadn't seen Fate Zero first. Mm -hmm. um, so maybe this will like you know grow me a bit more, but I, I mean it's decent. I just kind of feel it needs a little more focus, I guess. Mm -hmm. Okay, and um, 
my last observation is I'm noticing you made the comment about um like saber face and I'm thinking man so we've basically got two even though only one of them is actually a saber we, we've basically got two sabers in this one we've got uh Joan of Arc and Mordred because they both look so much like um saber from the original yeah yep that's the saber face uh uh problem I mean, they both even like have like the same hair um color. What what was Joan of Arc's actual hair color? Do we even know? Um, let's see. Some drawings have her um have it be um brown, but uh, I'm gonna guess um, but those were of course done way uh later, so I have no idea if you know that w those are in any way accurate what she actually looked like. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, that would be Fate Apocrypha, then. Mm -hmm. Okay, I, I guess that's our discussion for, uh, the episodes we watched, then. We can, um, give any top three stuff, then? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I did my top three while we were sitting here. Um, third place is One Piece, which gets on the board for the first time this year. Second place is My Hero Academia. That gets on the board for the first time this year. And JoJo is my show of the week. So second time in three weeks. So I guess and JoJo's been in my top three, three of the last four weeks, so I guess it must be getting better. Uh, for me, for third place, I put Made in Abyss, second place, My Hero Academia, um, and first place, uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Okay. All right. Um, well, anyway, <clears throat> way back when we did talk when we did our best and worst uh, lists of 2022, we were thinking, okay, well, Yashihime and um, Made in Abyss haven't finished yet, so maybe when our rankings for them might change a little when we finish with uh, them. So now we finished with them, and um, do you want to retroactively make any adjustments to where you put them in your list? Nope. Like, okay, nope. simple and to the point. Uh, I think that looking at them, I think I would, I, I'm not going to say exactly where they were. You can listen to the previous, um, to the episode we did, um, of that, uh, if you want to, but I would say, I think I put, keep Yashahime in about the same place. I think I would bump Made in Abyss up one slot. Well, actually, let me think. Where's that? No, actually, second thought, I'll keep it exactly where it was because while be, because while I did like the later stuff, I still have to hold its kind of weaker start against it because we watched it whole thing. So yeah, my um, uh, my list is the same. So that I guess keeps things simple. Mm -hmm. All right. So um, all right. I guess that would that's uh, our stuff in terms of what we're talking about. Um there and um yeah i guess that would be um 
it. Uh, anything else you wanted to talk about? Nope. Nope. Okay. That's about it. Okay, everyone. We'll see. In that case, um, that will be um, that for this episode. And we will see you again next week. Bye.